Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Most of y'all know me as Cargo. I'm the host for the Go For Two podcast, where I break down the offseason to see how teams got better or worse through free agency in the draft. I create team reports and, of course, do a lot of mock drafts. And during the regular season, I hit you with all the fantasy football information and cover all the big headlines. And, of course, got to cover the playoffs, where I break down matchup and predict winners. Not all the time, of course. But welcome to season four. Let's go for it. All right, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Go For Two podcast. We are doing the week four recap edition. So I believe uh, week one, I went seven for 16. And in the last two weeks, I've gone nine for 16 in some of my games that I picked. Um, so basically, what I'm going to do is just go ahead and run through all the games, kind of did a recap of, you know, who I picked and the reasons why. We'll go over the latest NFL news and definitely go over some fantasy advice um, heading into week uh, five here. So start off on Thursday night. I took the Lions over the Packers. Um, Lions just dominated from beginning to end. You know, David Montgomery came back from injury and had an insane game, scored three touchdowns. Definitely wasn't expecting that. This offense has just been rolling. Jared Goff uh, under. Underappreciated for sure in the NFL uh, right now. He, what he's doing is uh, putting up really good numbers with Almiron St. Brown and the rookie Sam Laporta. Um, now, Jamison Williams' suspension actually got reduced to three games, so he will be back in week five. Uh, so that'll be um, a good addition for this offense that is rolling right now on defense. Um, they're not an elite group, but they're playing hard. They're playing fast. They're doing enough to help them win games. Uh, the Packers need to go back to the drawing board. Uh, Jordan Love should have Aaron Jones and Christian Watson next week. But there's just some throws that he had that you could see that it was just a little bit inaccurate. Um, I think they just need to get that running game going again. Now, on Sunday, the game started at about uh, 8.30 this, um, that morning. Um, with the game out in London, it was the Toy Story edition. I got to see some of it. I thought it was really fun, really interesting. I think it was a good idea just because the kids will probably be up uh, that early on Sundays. And while you're watching the game, you know, they're watching Toy Story. So um, I'm sure that was a really good idea by the NFL. Uh, as far as the game, the Jaguars um, won this game. The Jags got back on track. I knew Calvin Ridley would score. This offense still doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like, but, you know, a win is a win. And as far as the Falcons, Bijan Robinson looked amazing. He's really making a case for a rookie of the year right now. Um, and as far as some of the fantasy implications, if you had Bijan, good for you. Um, I don't have them in any of my leagues, but um, Kyle Pitts situation. Um, I, I know that a lot of people have dropped him in leagues. I think, what Arthur Smith in real life just needs to do is just put him at wide receiver. I've been saying this since uh, the beginning when I did my team report with him. I think playing the tight end position is maybe just a little bit too much. Let's teach him one phase of the game, being a wide receiver. Um, Juwanu Smith had a great game. Um, I think he should be the tight end moving forward. But we'll have to wait and see with Arthur Smith. Obviously, he hates fantasy football, so um, we'll keep an eye on that moving forward. Um, next, we're going to be talking about what I thought was the game of the week last 
week or this past Sunday. Uh, the three and Dolphins going against the two and one Buffalo Bills. Dolphins coming off that game where they scored seventy points. Um, I took the Bills ultimately. I just thought that they're going to be playing a better defense. Dolphins haven't really played this defense this year. Quite like it, you know. The teams that they faced are like the Patriots, the Broncos, and the Bears. Not good teams. But I like what Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. They were. Insane for fantasy football. James Cook finally scored. That was one of the guys I thought was going to score too. Gabe Davis has also stepped up with a touchdown. Um, I'd like him in this offense. If he can just be consistent, um, I think uh, he'll help the Bills go a long way this year. Um, The Bills did lose uh, Tredavious White to torn Achilles. That's going to be a big loss. That's going to be a tough one to overcome. Um, They are looking to possibly get Vaughn Miller back this week. Um, and as for the Dolphins, they're still on a good team to keep an eye out for. Um, Devon A-Chain, I think, will be the running back one moving forward in fantasy. Even with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, I just think um, his upside is insane, especially in this offense with Tua, who's played really well, uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle just needs to be a little bit more consistent in this offense, but I like them moving forward here. Uh, next, we have the Vikings and the Panthers. I took the Vikings. Um, this was like a must-win game for the Vikings, 0-3 against the Panthers, who are also 0-3. Um, it was a perfect setup for Jay Jetta to have a great game. No J.C. Horn. He not only scored one touchdown, but he scored two touchdowns. Um, this is a team that kind of fell behind a little bit early in the game to the Panthers. Uh, but then, you know, their their talent showed up uh, throughout the game, and um, as for the Panthers, they just need to continue to open up that playbook for Bryce Young, let him play. And it's just tough right now. They don't have J.C. Warren in the secondary, so um, they're going to be scoring. Um, or The Panthers will be giving up a lot of points until he gets back. Uh, next, we have the Broncos and the Bears. Um, what were they called? The, uh, uns- uh, the stoppable force meets the very movable object. Um, this was actually a really good game. A lot of points were scored, obviously. I think a lot of people knew that. Both teams had really bad defenses. Um, you know, the Bears looked good in the first half. They were up 21-7. to um, You know, Justin Fields, Khalid Herbert, DJ Moore, they did everything they could. But um, it was a late a turnover by Justin Fields. The Broncos' defense scored a touchdown to give them a tie ball game. Uh, Russell Wilson goes down the field you know, connects with Marvin Mims to set up the game-winning field goal. Um, as far as the Broncos, although they are 1-3 right now, they haven't looked – well, Russell Wilson hasn't looked horrible. It's just that defense is young. It's given up a lot of points. Um, I like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Marvin Mims. That could be a really nice trio moving forward, especially in fantasy. Uh, Javante Williams did go down with an injury, a tough one. Uh, but I do like that backup, Jay Lee. McLaughlin, um, he's got a little bit of juice in him. Kind of reminds me a little bit like the Austin Eckler, Jalen Warren type of player. Um, you know, has that speed, got to the second level, made some guys miss. So he's a guy that could find his way into a starting role in Denver or at least have a nice little uh, role as a third down back. Um, and as for Chicago, you know, just a lot of turmoil right now. A lot of things are going on. And now Chicago, currently, they are projected to not not only have the first pick in the draft, but the second pick in the draft because of the Panthers. So um, that'll be interesting to see as we move forward into the season. Um, Next, this is the one that I called wrong. 
But Deshaun Watson was a late scratch. If I would have known, I obviously probably would have changed my guess. But I'm not going to change it here. We're going to stay true. We're going to stay honest to what we called. Um, and for this game, uh, obviously no Deshaun Watson. So um, Dorian Thompson Robinson makes his debut against the Ravens. On a short week, uh, the Ravens' uh, defense steps up. Uh, they played big, and Lamar Jackson, once again, um, not only throwing the ball, but rushing the ball as well. Next, we have the Steelers and the Houston Texans. I took the Steelers on this one. Uh, I was definitely wrong. Should not go against the Texas team. Uh, but Kenny Pickett went down early in this game with an injury. Najee Harris had a solid game, but this offense not able to do enough to hang on with the Houston Texans, who CJ Stroud now has the most pass attempts without an interception. Uh, Nico Collins stepped up big. They took advantage of a weak Pittsburgh defense secondary. I know Tank Dell didn't quite have the game, but um, Nico Collins and Tank Dell, that's going to be a nice little pair for CJ Stroud moving forward into the season. So watch out for the Houston Texans who are now two and two. Uh, next, we're going to be taking a look at the Rams who were one and two going against the Indianapolis Colts who were two and one. This was also a really interesting game. I believe at some point the Colts were uh, down 23-8 to in the third quarter. Anthony Richardson ties up the game late with a couple of touchdowns. They force an overtime. Um, carry on Williams. Uh, Kyron Williams had two touchdowns early in the game, but the actual star of the game was Puka Nakua, uh, the fifth-round pick out of BYU. What an insane start he's had to his career. Um, he not only... His first touchdown, he scored his first touchdown, but his first touchdown just happened to be the game-winning touchdown in overtime. Uh, this is the stuff you make of, like, stories in the NFL. Uh, couldn't have happened to a better kid. It's not about how fast you run. It's not about being the biggest guy. It's about just playing football on uh, Saturdays and Sundays. So um, I like what the Rams did. The Colts have some interesting stuff going on this week. Obviously, they get – Jonathan Taylor back to return from the PUP list. Now it'll be interesting to be uh, interesting to see if he will be in an Indianapolis Colts jersey, or if he'll be on the sideline, or if he's going to be in a different jersey. Something to watch out for. And then the Rams come back as well. They get Cooper Cup. Um, I think him and Puka in this offense they should both be fine. I, I expect them to be that much more aggressive on offense. Um, the Rams have struggled a little bit on defense, but they still have Aaron Donald, so I think they could be a team to watch out for moving forward as well. Next, we have the Bucks and the Saints. Um, the Saints were at home. I took the Saints for this one. Even with Derek Carr not playing, he ended up playing after all. And if you look at the stat line, not a lot of highlights. Um, the stats were, you know, kind of all over the place. I know Alvin Kamara, you know, this was his first game back. I thought he could score a touchdown, but... Um, this offense just looked really ineffective, especially in the red zone. Uh, I still have faith in this offense moving forward. Now that Alvin's in the lineup, hopefully they can get some uh, continuity. They can get into a little bit of a groove. Uh, the defense uh, is still pretty solid, but this was really all about the Bucks. I know that they lost Mike Evans in this game, but Chris Godwin stepped up in a big way. Uh, Baker as well has been playing really good, so uh, – Shout out to the Bucks second uh, the Bucks defense for only allowing I believe it was like nine points to the Saints. So uh, the Bucks are now atop the um, NFC South here. 
Um, another really exciting game was actually the two and one Commanders and the three and O Eagles. So this game was uh, back and forth the entire game. Um, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown were absolutely unstoppable that day. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, the rookie cornerback for the Commanders, probably gave them a little bit more gas than what they really needed. But at the end of the game, crucial uh, personal foul taunting penalty on A.J. Brown, which actually, um, with less than a minute left, gave the Commanders really good field position to set up a, uh, a tying touchdown to scare him. Uh, I think it was Jahan Dotson that actually scored that touchdown to send this game into overtime. So we go into overtime. The Commanders get the ball first, and Sam Howell actually completes a deep pass to Scary Terry. All for this to get called back because if not for an Eagles defender getting stepped on, I believe that catch is inbounds. I believe if you step on somebody and they're inbounds, I think you got to count it as inbounds, but unfortunately the refs did not see it like that. The Eagles did get lucky. Um, they ended up getting the ball, and they ended up going back and I think scoring a field goal to win the game. Uh, close game. Uh, good effort from the Commanders, but the Eagles just too much on offense here. Uh, next, uh, big surprise, I think, with the 1-2 Bengals and the 1-2 Tennessee Titans. I took the Bengals. I was obviously wrong. The Bengals absolutely got destroyed. Uh, Derrick Henry kind of got back on track in this game, and um, really interesting for me watching the interview with Jamar Chase at the end saying he was open the entire time. But, you know, there's just something going on in this offense. Uh, Bengals defense, for the most part, has played really well this season. I just don't know if Joe Burrow is healthy enough to be on the field. If he's not, you know, do he just take the extra week off to try to get right? Uh, but if he does play, I expect Jamar Chase to actually go off next game for sure. Next, we have the 1-2 Las Vegas Raiders going against the 1-2 Chargers. Um, I took the Chargers in this game. Obviously, Aiden O'Connell, another rookie, uh, making his debut against Khalil Mack, who had six sacks on him. The Chargers defense stepped up this week. Um, you know, they played really bad this entire year. Uh, Chargers go out to win this game really easy. Uh Chargers are now heading into a bye week, so hopefully they can get Austin Eckler back healthy. Uh, Josh Palmer looks like the guy moving forward to kind of replace Mike Williams, uh, but we'll just kind of have to wait and see how that develops on offense. Next, we had another revenge game with the 1-2 Patriots going against the 2-1 Cowboys. Cowboys, I obviously took them. This was a huge bounce-back game for them. Mac Jones didn't play well. He did get benched at some point late in the game. But uh, the only thing I didn't like for the Cowboys was that fake field goal as an extra point. Um, I feel like that was a little bit cocky and arrogant of Mike McCarthy to do that, especially against Bill Belichick, who we all know Bill Belichick is such a huge component of the special teams. And he wanted to, I guess, kind of one-up him in the worst way possible. Um, that's kind of Mike McCarthy's ego. We talked about it last week with the uh, fourth and three that they went for, that they should have kicked a field goal. Uh, once again, this is a trend that I don't like at all. Let's see, uh, next we have the Cardinals and the 49ers. Another game that really wasn't interesting. The 49ers dominated from beginning to end. You know, what, a, what a game by Christian McCaffrey, who had four touchdowns 
on the day. Uh, he's looking like he's going to be the number one fantasy player in football, uh, barring any injuries. Um, and then the Cardinals, what's good is they played hard. I like the uh, Mike Wilson guy. I talked about him last year. If you haven't picked him up on waivers, it's a guy you probably want to look at. Um, Cardinals will be playing from behind quite a bit. And then we have the Sunday night football game. Um, this game wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought about taking the Chiefs. I believe they were a nine-point favorite. Um, I didn't do that. Uh, but Zach Wilson wasn't horrible. I love the respect that some of the guys kind of stuck up for him, you know, for the Chiefs players. They, like, tried to set them up to make him look bad. Uh, but that was good. Patrick Holmes didn't play well, but Isaiah Pacheco – Really carried this team on the ground. Um, I know that everybody's kind of making fun of that run on Twitter. Uh, but, you know, I think that's just kind of his style. He's just kind of like, I'm going to get it done type of player. So um, the Chiefs have not looked as good on offense. You know, my question for them is maybe they look to add a veteran wide receiver, maybe on a team that um, is struggling here. And then we had the Monday night game. Once again, we go back to New York. We have the Seahawks, who are 2-1 and one against the Giants, who are 1-2. and two. Coming off a come-from-behind uh, victory just a couple weeks ago against the Cardinals. Uh, but this was all Seahawks from beginning to end. It was kind of just a disgusting game to watch, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, we, I think we all know that Daniel Jones isn't that guy. We saw all the memes about Brian Dabble and the tablet, and Daniel Jones looking confused on the sidelines like, uh, how much more are we going to have to suffer for, like, Giants fans, really? Until they realize um, that he's just not the guy. The thing is, is I think he's getting paid too much money for him not to be on the field. And I think this season's going to be lost for Daniel Jones and Saquon. If I'm Saquon, at this point, they don't want to pay you. Uh, they're paying this guy way more. I would ask for a trade. Maybe hopefully you end up in a place like, I don't know, Buffalo might need a running back. Um, you could even look at a couple of different places here, but, you know, good luck to the Giants moving forward. And then the Seahawks, um, you know, Drew Locke got in the game. That was really cool. He threw a touchdown to Noah Fant, uh, a couple of Denver Broncos guys getting it done still. And Devin Witherspoon, this was like his coming out party. Jamal Adams went down, got hurt. They put him in the, the slot nickel position in the cornerback. And he was just all over the field. Now, granted, it was the Giants and not a great representation, but I uh, still like what I saw from the young cornerback out of uh, Illinois here. Uh, he was the fifth overall pick in the draft, I believe. Um, Seahawks look good on offense. Geno's rolling once again. Kenneth Walker in this run game is uh, really something to watch here. So um, that's what I got for the uh, week four recap. Um, this week, I went 12-16. and 16. Um, I'll be updating you guys with the week five predictions. And I'm also working on the quarter recap for each division. I'm going to give you guys a little update on who I think will win the division. We'll talk about some fantasy guys that have been killing it so far. And we'll obviously go over some of the news regarding some of these players that are coming back. So make sure you guys check in, tune in, okay? Just want to say thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys follow me on social media. And always just remember, go for two.